This podcast is part of the Christian Geek Central Network at ChristianGeekCentral.com. Episode number, who knows what, I don't know. <laughs> Pokemon Detective Pikachu Road Trip. Welcome to the Strangers and Aliens podcast. Strangers. <laughs> to boldly say what needs to be said. Would you be a stranger or an alien? Or would you be a strange alien? The truth is out there. I am your father's best friend's plumber. Superman. Heroes. Villains. Captain Picard versus Captain Kirk. Do you think that there's room in sci-fi for God? The very first thing that God did so wise you are. was that he created something, so we have a creative God. This is Strangers and Aliens Podcast. So you heard that. <clears throat> this is the Pokemon Detective Pikachu road trip. I am headed to the theater by myself, alone. Why? To go and preview the Pikachu movie. And I'm making an episode out of it. Why? I think the better question would be, why not? Now, there is a little bit of a problem, and that is that... Uh, I actually have to go to Chick-fil-A before I go to this movie and I uh, have to deliver some bags, uh, the, the, the heated bags that you would use to get a huge order. We had Chick-fil-A at our church tonight. So now I'm trying to get that there before I go to the movie. So I'm hoping I get there in time. So it's also a little race against time to see if I make it before they close at 10 o'clock. Will I make it? Will I not? I don't know. But uh, the other question, of course, is <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to go see Pokemon Detective Pikachu alone. That's right. By myself. So what's interesting about this is that I've heard good things about this movie. And uh, people I trust, like people over at... Uh, um, uh, geek devotions. Uh, they, uh, Celeste and uh, she said that it sounds like it's a, a good movie or no, she saw the movie and said it was a good movie. Um, yeah. So I'm really curious what I'm actually getting into. Uh, am I going to be watching a movie that I'm going to enjoy? I hope so because I'm seeing the movie twice. Uh, as I mentioned in our Avengers Endgame episode, I am going to be seeing Pokemon detective Pikachu twice and the reason for this is uh i, I don't want to you know go into too much detail but um my son uh with live action stuff my youngest son sometimes has some trouble with um with scary images and um those images get stuck in his head and so i'm actually going to preview this movie so that i can see if there's going to be any scary images 
uh, that gets stuck in his head. And, and the kind of scary image I mean is uh, the Power Ranger kind of, of scary image. Um, we had to stop watching Power Rangers because um, the, the monsters were getting stuck in his head and he was getting, um, you know, having dreams and, and nightmares about, about them. So that is why I'm going, because this is a live action movie and the cartoon is not an issue. Uh, the Pokemon creatures in the cartoon are not an issue for him. So, yeah. But as I mentioned in the end game episode that we just recorded, uh, I, <laughs> I feel a little weird because, you know, a year and a half ago, maybe when we did that Pokemon, the first movie episode, I really didn't have much familiarity with Pokemon. And since then, um, I've kind of ended up doing a deep dive into the Pokemon universe. Um, I know a lot of the Pokemon names. I know a lot of the Pokemon characters. Um, some of the Pokemon storylines have been surprisingly good. Uh, but what's interesting about Pokemon to me, most of all, is just it as a franchise. What I love about the Pokemon franchise is just how big and sprawling it is and just how in some ways mysterious it is like this the pokemon franchise is like the ideal franchise for headcanon there's just there's just a lot of things they just don't explain it's just these things exist they do what they do and why do they do what they do because they do it and and so you know you look at this this franchise of this uh, world where there are no animals no actual animals uh there's the all the pokemon but you will not see a robin you will not see a horse you will not see a mouse like any living creature you see is either human or these fantastical creatures that, that are called pokemon and and I, that just fascinates me and so when i watch pokemon with my son i'm i I'll admit there are some episodes where I'm just like, this is dumb. Uh, and I'll admit there are some episodes where my son says, this is dumb. Um, all the episodes, pretty much my, my older kids just say, this is dumb. But then there's some really intriguing storylines and some really interesting um, <laughs> Miyazaki light style of stories that are going on. Uh, the The whole thing is just... It's a very interesting animal. And then you have it. I mean, it's 20 years, 20 years, what, or 22. I'm not sure exactly. Um, 20, 22 years, 20 or 21 seasons of the show. Uh, it's just never gone away since it started. Uh, like a 21 year old, you know, who could. So someone could have been born the year that Pokemon started the golden years for them to appreciate and enjoy the Pokemon cartoon would have been, you know, seven to you know 11 or something like that. That's what I'm, I'm guessing. But um, that's based on my own observations of watching the show. Uh, but they then they could be born when Pokemon started, they could grow into it in those, you know, four or five years there in the middle and grown out of it. And, and honestly, if someone was into Pokemon when they were seven years old, when Pokemon started, they could have a seven-year-old in their family that is just getting into it right now. Like this, this is fascinating. This is amazing. Just the longevity of it. 
Uh, I don't. I'm, I'm not really into the games. It's the cards that my son is into. And what happened was uh, we had neighbors who moved into the neighborhood, and they had all of their cards, and they got him interested in the cards. And now he he's had uh, cards that he has uh, started collecting. And I only have. I do have a couple decks because we play the card game, and that's been fun because it's been. Uh, good to play with him to help him kind of process through and play through and learn, you know, how to win gracefully and lose gracefully. Because, I mean, the rules of the card game are you shake hands when you start, you shake hands when you end. And that's, there's there's sportsmanship involved there. Now there's also the collectability factor. That's another thing, another lesson I've been teaching my, my youngest son is that he has certain characters he wants to get the card of. And one of them that he really wants the card of uh, we looked it up and it's, you know, the only way to get it, it you're dropping a hundred bucks on it. I mean, I, I told him, I said, we're not, we're not spending a hundred dollars on anything, man. Um, I don't mind placing an order from uh, the website that we look at where, you know, we're getting four or five 25 cent cards and then we pay a dollar shipping. Like I'm, I'm cool with that. Well, you know, every once in a while to do that with your own money, but a hundred dollars for a card, no, and I and I've had to explain to him just about you know collectability and about um, uh, the value to the customer and how you know a card like that is worth a hundred dollars because there are people out there willing to pay a hundred dollars for this card, and so that's this this whole thing, the whole Pokemon franchise is been a very interesting thing in my, my family life. Uh, it's, it's been very interesting to, to uh, walk through this with him and uh, teach him about um, collectible and, and money values and, and all that kind of thing. So anyway, um, the franchise is just fascinating to me. And some of the movies have not been bad animated movies and some of the story arcs the last two uh two seasons maybe three seasons of this show before um okay so the most recent two seasons of the show it they changed animation styles and made it really really kid kidified and actually my son's liking that more than he liked uh the other stuff that was you know, a different kind of kidified, but um, he's liking this newer style in the last two or three seasons. But um, right before they switched over to this new style, uh, there was some really interesting and intriguing stories going on. I mean, it, it had me drawn in. I didn't want to miss an episode. I wasn't going to miss one anyway, because uh, this is something that I, I think I've talked about our Saturday morning cartoons in my family where I would curate a Saturday morning cartoon uh, lineup for my, my older four kids uh, with DVDs of the, you know, Tailspin and DuckTales and um, Super Friends and, and things like that. And, you know, that was, that was lots of fun while it lasted. Um, shoot, this uh, roads are, this road work ahead here. This means, um, Probably not going to make it to Chick-fil-A in time. I might still go ahead and stop in and see if they'll take the 
the heated bags uh, from me. Um, since I'm not trying to buy anything, maybe they'd still still do that. But anyway, um, where where was I? Oh, just that that season was really good. There was some really intriguing storytelling going on. Um, so yeah, now I'm just wondering: is this movie here with Ryan Reynolds playing Pikachu that can say more than just Pika and Joe? Uh, is this going to be a uh, good movie or not? I, I don't know. I guess we'll just clearly have to wait and see. Uh, man, I'm really... I, I'm, I'm just hoping it's not so bad that I dread coming back with my son. Um, but, you know, he doesn't know I'm going right now. He'll find out after the fact. If it is okay for him, then I'll, I'll let him know I've already seen it. If it's not okay for him, I'm not sure how that's going to work, but yeah. So that is my drive to the movie. I really don't have much more to say other than uh, what I've said. Uh, you know, some marketing genius said, "Hey, let's take a video game that's not the popular one right now, because the popular video game right now is still there. You know, Pokemon Go, I guess, is still still has legs." Um, and they're, of course, always releasing new, uh, new games for whatever Nintendo, not Nintendo Switch right now, but whatever, DS or... I'm way out of it when it comes to the handheld video game systems. I don't even know what, what it is, but... Um, no, they're doing a movie based on this game that uh, I've, I've heard of, but have never, never played. Yeah. So... I'm about to pull into the Chick-fil-A parking lot. It looks like they might still have the drive-thru open for people. So maybe I will get lucky and be able to drop off these heated bags. Um, that's my excuse for why I had to leave um, before before uh, the kids went to bed. Um, was just, I got to drop these bags off. My son doesn't know that I'll be uh, going to see the movie. <sighs> well, well. We'll see what happens here in a moment. Um, only reason I'm still talking right now is because uh, I don't want to take my hands off the wheel to turn my phone off, turn the recorder off. So I don't know if I'm going to keep this or not. Um, the other thing I'm really curious about, you know, what kind of spiritual values are we going to get from from Pokemon? But you know, there's there's good values in the cartoon show. They've got the you know, friendship and animal cage fighting. Like, that's the other thing that just cracks me up about Pokemon is just that this is a world where there are no animals and the whole economy is based on, on animal fights. So, yeah, if you think too hard about it, you might have some trouble. But, all right, I'm going to turn this thing off, deliver these bags and then go see this movie. Okay, I left the theater. I'm in the car. And I'm getting ready. Whoops. I'm getting ready to head home. And yeah, so the big question really just comes down to is it good is this a good movie? And so help me, 
this was a good movie. I, uh, I was surprised. I was very, very surprised. Uh, it just surprised me how good it was. <laughs> this, uh, I'm, I'm trying to process uh, some of this because, you know, I, I, I didn't know what to expect. You know, it's Ryan Reynolds, and so you got a little bit of uh, that stuff going on in there with uh, just his style of, of humor. Uh, but it really wasn't a lot of Ryan Reynolds in there. I didn't really feel like it was, you know, overpowered by, you know, the, the Deadpoolness of things. And um, I, I, I don't know what to say. It was, it was a good movie. If you stripped out all of the baggage that goes along with being a part of this Pokemon franchise, which, um, uh, by the way, I'm going to be talking spoilers, but this, I can't believe I know this, but, uh, this is a sequel to an earlier movie. <laughs> so <laughs> it's, uh, it's a legit sequel where they, they actually referenced 20 years ago, this thing happened and, uh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I'm like, well, Hey, look at, I, I, I know what they're talking about, and I, I, I understood that reference. <laughs> and so, uh, okay, so I was trying to sort through this uh, for the the letterbox review that I would do, and it it comes down to this: what happens if you throw, um, if you throw a, a Miyazaki film into a blender? Uh, with a tiny, tiny dash of aliens and a big, you know, a large, large portion of, of Blade Runner and um, a little bit of Tim Burton's Batman. Uh, those of you who've seen the movie could understand that reference. Uh, <laughs> what, what do you get? You get this movie. I mean, this, this movie has a rich, deep world that they have created. And, uh, there's, it's almost a, uh, a better put together, uh, Flintstones world kind of thing where you just have these creatures are just a, a regular part of, of life and the world. And actually there's this new city that's even integrates them even more into, into life. And, so you have uh, this world that they have created where they they have all the uh, the Pokemon are just there and they're they're populating this place and it's a busy city so humans are populating it too but um, I mean it's no Battle Angel Alita but but it kind of is you know it's it's. Uh, it approaches that uh, with the world building, and it, it, okay, it's clearly not that, but uh, it's it, it kind of you know makes me it makes me think of it anyway, you know. Um, and so you've got this world building that they're doing, and 
And then you have, uh, you know, it's a detective story. And so they're investigating a mystery, a couple different mysteries. Uh, one of them being um, the mystery of the, the main character's uh, dad's death. Tim is his name. And uh, Tim is uh, played by, I can't remember the actor's name off the top of my head. Um, but he was in that one Netflix show, and I really like this guy. I mean, he, uh, his, his acting is, um, there's a lot of emotionality to it, and they pull, pull on that for him in this movie. I mean, he, he delivers this emotional, emotional performance, and you have, uh, you have Pikachu delivering an emotional performance. And you have, like, it's, I'm not exaggerating. I'm not lying. I promise. This is, there's, there's emotion in this movie. And there's, uh, when I say that there's mystery in this movie, I mean that there is, um, you know, there, there's, a, there's a, a mystery to solve. And so they are going, you know, after this mystery. And I'm getting pulled into the mystery. I want to know. What is going on with uh, his dad? Is his dad alive? Is his dad dead? I mean, if you've seen the trailers, you know that there's, you know, there's theories uh, early on in the mystery that maybe his dad's not actually dead. Which you know that that's the trick. But there's there's this noir thing going on where it's uh, there's they use uh, light and shadow. It's actually almost an anti anti noir kind of thing where the there's a lot of light being used to obscure things. And, uh, you know, it's, it, there's, there's a lot of, lot of lens flares and, and that sort of thing, which, you know, if you, if you didn't like that, um, that style choice, then that's, uh, something you need to be aware of, I guess, if you don't like the JJ Abrams, uh, Star Trek, but, uh, yeah, there's this anti-noir where it's, 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 um, you know, they, they don't have a femme fatale. Well, they kind of do. But they have uh, this female character show up, and instead of hiding her in shadows or showing her in silhouette, um, she's obscured by the light source that's coming from up the stairs. And so just interesting choices like that. And um, yeah, it, so I'm getting drawn into the mystery. I'm wondering what's going on. Uh, and. And sure enough, I mean, it just, uh, there is some twisty turns and some interesting sci-fi elements. And I enjoyed myself watching this movie. Now, that's not to say I, I didn't expect it to be garbage. You know, I didn't expect this to um, just be an absolutely ridiculous or stupid movie. It could have easily been ridiculous and stupid. But I, I didn't. Uh, you know, going into it, it wasn't like I was expecting it just to be junk. I wasn't expecting it to actually work as an all-ages Blade Runner. Uh, there's, uh, <laughs> I mean, because it's, it's getting into questions of uh, mortality and getting into questions of self-improvement and betterment. And uh, they they really draw a line between you know Pokemon evolution where you you know if, in the card game you uh, you level up by 
just drawing the right cards and, and playing them in, in the right order. Uh, but in the video game, I know you can also um, you know, train your Pokemon to to evolve, and then of course that happens in the the cartoon as well, uh, where you know after a certain amount of time, there's there's an evolution that happens where you move from one stage to to the next, and and they kind of pull on the that a little bit, and they they kind of you know equate that to human self betterment, and uh, I. Uh, yeah, it, it works. It works. And I, I'm not sure. Let's put it this way. If you have uh, any connection to Pokemon, uh, you, this is, I, I feel like this is a respectful movie. It's a well done movie. Uh, I was expecting a lot of in jokes and, and stuff. And there are some. Not not many, but there are there are some. For example, and this maybe I, I may have just missed it, um, but I didn't see any reference to like Team Rocket or anything like that. Thank goodness, um, I didn't see any direct reference uh, to you know Ash or Brock or uh, any of uh, the characters from the the show um, because that was twenty years ago. This is, this is twenty years in the future, um, <laughs> and twenty years uh, in the post-apocalyptic future that uh, has been created, you know, with no no other animals other than Pokemon, but I <laughs> couldn't believe it. Uh, now, what was nice about this is um, I had points on my AMC card and I had a uh, pass to see this for free. So um, I saw the movie for free, got my snacks, you know, got $5 off my snacks and, um, sitting in the theater. There was three people in the theater when I walked in and another two people came in, um, after, after I had been sitting down. Uh, but free was nice because this is a 3d showing the latest showing that they had. Um, I, I felt really stupid, uh, at, at first, uh, walking into the theater it's 10 o'clock at night, well, a little bit after 10, but, um, you know, a 44 year old man by myself walking to this theater, you know, and, and, uh, asking to see Pokemon, but Hey, uh, it, <laughs> I actually enjoyed myself. Uh, the other nice thing, and Evan, I don't know if you're listening right now to this or if we've talked since, uh, recording this, but, uh, this theater, the one knock that I had against this theater was that they didn't have assigned seating and that made it, you know, the kind of thing where for Endgame we wanted to get there early because Captain Marvel meant we, uh, we, to get six seats together, we had to sit toward the front and so we got there really early for Endgame. Uh, but there's assigned seating and you can, you now, when you buy your tickets, choose your seat. And I chose K nine 19 I can't remember now but it was like the perfect seat that perfect middle seat not too high up not too down low directly middle of the uh, of the, the row and it was I I was very pleased with my seating selection um, at the time when I bought the ticket uh, the other there's only one person who had bought a ticket at that time. And so I 
didn't want to get too close to him because I didn't want him to feel awkward. And I didn't, I certainly didn't want to feel awkward, but, um, after I, I purchased my snacks or during that time, someone must've, that's, that's when they bought those extra tickets. But, uh, anyway, yeah, I, I enjoyed myself. Uh, I got some free Pokemon cards that I'll be able to give to my son. Not sure when I'm going to give uh, him those cards. And for those of you who are wondering, you know, the mystery of will I, will I take him to see this movie? Um, I have to say, I, I did look at, you know, like the plugged in review just to see, okay, so what's the deal with the language in the movie? What's the deal with any kind of, you know, bad, dirty jokes or anything like that? I mean, it was Ryan Reynolds doing this. Um, I could see them, you know, pushing some boundaries and they don't really, it's a decent enough family film. There is some language in it. Um, a little bit more than you'd find in a typical star Wars uh, movie, a PG star Wars movie. Um, There's, there's a couple swear words in in each of those original trilogy movies, but so there was some language, um, one or two jokes that could be construed as, as a double entendre. And, um, you know, I, I don't think any child is really going to pick that up. Um, but uh, as far as, as violence, it's it's fairly fairly tame. Um, the one thing is, and, and this is where I'm just not sure how I'm going to approach this with my son, but I'm so glad I actually went and s- saw this movie. I, I, I'm sitting there and I'm just thinking, man, I'm going to have to watch this twice if, I, if, if it's good enough for him or if, it's, you know, if it works for him. Um, but I'm so glad that I, I did preview this because one of the things that bothers my son is eyes, um, people's eyes. And uh, there's there's a Twilight Zone episode I was watching, and he wasn't watching it with me. He just happened to come into the room. But it's one with uh, the uh, uh, robot boxer. And the robot boxer, of course, he's, he's wearing makeup to make him look kind of robotic. And he you don't see his face for a long while when they finally reveal his face. It's meant to be a shock. Uh, it's, it's kind of, a, I don't know if, uh, at, you know, at the time, if it was a real shock, but they, they showed the face. And, um, that just, that just stuck with him. You know? uh, and, and this is where I just, you know, my, my main, uh, my main advice to any parent that I give when it comes to, uh, any kind of movie because I, I do often have parents come to me uh, at church where I work and they'll ask me because they know I'm seeing these movies uh, they'll ask me is, is this going to be okay for my kid and I'll, I'll tell them you know I'll, I'll give them a, kind of the, the broad strokes of okay well there's this um, um, but it all really comes down to um, knowing your child and, and knowing what they can handle and, and previewing it with that in mind and I'm really glad that I did um, because uh, there is there's one character that I, I don't want to get into spoilers but um, there's one character that has uh, some just creepy-ish eyes and and that face I, I could see it being one that would bother him and so I think I'm actually um going to have him help me make the decision uh, where I, I'm going to see if I can find an image uh, to show him of, of the face so that he can see it and we can kind of discuss, you know, if you see this and it's not a picture, 
is this going to bother you? And see, we'll see. <laughs> we will see. But uh, yeah, uh, there was there was that, and and then there was one other thing that I thought was building up to something to be a little bit scarier than it was, uh, but it didn't. And and so um, I'm I'm not exactly excited to see it again. Uh, but by the same token, I am really glad that I did take the time to go and see this because I think it's something he'll enjoy uh, if we do decide to go and see it together. So for anyone who is curious about that portion of this whole, <laughs> this whole situation of Pokemon uh, movie, that that's where I'm landing on that. So yeah, overall, I have to say, I just went and saw a live-action Pokemon movie that is by far the best Pokemon movie I've seen. All that said about Pokemon, <laughs> I don't think I ever want to do anything more for this podcast with Pokemon uh, in it. Um, so, uh, Evan, you missed you missed your chance maybe to, to talk some more Pokemon, but. I, I think we've devoted enough time to these little guys. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, 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 I've been going back and forth about um, having my son join me uh, to talk about the movie and talk about what he liked about it. So that might be what happens next here. Um, but I am going to stop recording because I just pulled up to the house and I just turned off the car. And I'm going to go inside and I'm going to go to bed. Um, this whole situation, uh, it was a little exasperating, a little bit, you know, like wasn't exactly looking forward to it. But then it also turned out to be a, a decent movie with an interesting mystery and some heart to boot. So uh, this may be the, the, the only time I say this and this may be the the first time out of two that I say this if I do have my my son come on the podcast to talk about things but uh, I want to thank you for listening and I want to wish you uh, of course <laughs> Godspeed okay so I'm back and I'm actually here with my son my youngest son he's eight years old his name is Dougie and he really likes Pokemon and so I went and saw the movie ahead of time and did determine that uh, as long as there was one part that he didn't look at, because it might creep him out, that um, I'd take him to see it. And he was very pleased to go see it. But Doug, I got to ask you right now. First of all, did you like the movie? Yeah. Did you like it a lot? A little? What, how, how much did you like it? I'd say from one to ten, I'd probably say at least a nine. All right. Okay. So what was, and this is spoiler territory here. So if you haven't seen the movie, um, yeah, we might spoil some stuff, but, um, yeah. So what did you like the most about the movie? Well, I really don't know. I liked it all, but what really surprised me was, uh, the guy that sounded nice. We thought his son would be the bad guy. He was straight out the bad guy. <laughs> Yeah, so he's because he kind of like a he's in a wheelchair, kind of like a grandfather, almost, you know. And his son is really a mean person. Yeah, he was still a mean person, but 
ended up not being the bad guy mean person. So, uh, well, he saved his, he saved the main character's life. That's true. And so, what was your favorite Pokemon character in this movie? I've got to say Mewtwo or Pikachu. And have you ever seen? You've never seen anything with Mewtwo in it yet. Um. Yeah, except for the theme song in Indigo League. Yeah. Um, so what did you like about Mewtwo? Um, I thought he was cool, mostly. Was there anything in this movie you did not like? There were some creepy eyes in it. And that's probably when I said out of 1 to 10. That's probably the one that was 9. So the one, the, the thing that took away that one from ten was the creepy eyes. And what else did you like about this movie? So you had the mystery. Did were you into the mystery where they're trying to find out what happened to the guy's dad? Yeah, I was. Did it surprise you what happened to his dad? Yeah. So, um, what kind of lesson do you think you could learn from this movie? I don't know. All right. Um, I enjoyed it because it was all about sons and dads. And I got to go and take my son to see it. So that was fun. And it was still a good movie seeing it the second time for me. I still enjoyed it. So um, even though I knew all the things that were coming and actually now that I knew the twist at the end, there are some things at the beginning, some conversations that happened that I thought, oh, that's pretty meaningful, kind of touching. So. I'm surprised by this movie. Were you surprised by it or was it, were you expecting it to be this good? No. You weren't expecting it to be this good. Yeah, I thought I actually wouldn't like it. I thought I would like the cartoon show like way better, mostly because it was um like real people acting it out. And the only mostly cartoon thing was Pokemon. Yeah, that's true. It was like in a real city and everything. So there's actually some themes that I didn't notice before. Some things like... Um, just things aren't always what they seem and, you know, look on the inside and, and also there's a big deal about kind of forgiveness and being forgiving and accepting people, um, who have hurt you, who really want to change. So it was surprisingly sophisticated movie. And also you were surprised by it because it wasn't a cartoon, but it was still as good as the cartoon, huh? Um, yeah, like what he said, but there is a very gross part when the kid's in the train. This like a tongue comes, and he looks so realistic, and it's so gross. He just licks his face. <laughs> so gross. Yeah, you giggled pretty hard at that, but that was disgusting. Yeah. All right, thanks, Doug. Any other words about this movie? Anything else you want to say? No? Okay. So that is my eight-year-old's impression of this movie. Well, um, Can you do a... Uh a Pokemon impression for me? No. No? No. You're not going to, you won't do Pikachu. No, I'm not. Come on, just once. No. All right. I'll do it. Pikachu, which means thanks for listening and Godspeed. You're, well, I'm making it up. Okay. Hey, what did you think about Pikachu talking? That was kind of funny, but I, I like it because I can understand it. Yeah. All right. Well, Pikachu, which means thanks for listening and Godspeed.
You've been listening to the Strangers and Aliens podcast, hosted by Ben Avery, Evan David, Steve McDonald, and Dr. Jason Neal. Our music was composed and mixed by Tim Leffel. We'd love for you to join the conversation by going to our website at strangersandaliens.com, where you'll find show notes, articles, reviews, and more. You can also email us directly at podcast at strangersandaliens.com. Or you can join our social media conversations by following us on Twitter, where we are at Strange and Alien, or liking us on Facebook at facebook.com slash strangersandaliens. Or leave us a voicemail by calling the Strangers and Aliens hotline. That number is one 804 3781 Once again, thanks for listening. Twenty years ago, this thing happened, and uh, blah blah blah.